What's up, everybody? Welcome to our podcast, A Natural State of Mind, presented by CW2 Productions. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Wyman, and there's another Chris in the room as well, Chris Wolford, or C. Wolf, as he's most commonly known. I haven't figured out how to point to you. Like, I'm not, I would never be there. There we go. Hello, I'm C. Wolf, and I always interrupt. You're pointing the wrong way. No, on my screen, I'm not. Oh, you're pointing. To, anyway, hello, I'm Seawolf. That's why I'm in. Thank you for joining us. I always interrupt there. No, it's all right. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are listening with us, and uh, thank you so much for doing so. You know, we're on our way, on our road towards doing a YouTube Live with our YouTube channel. So one day soon, I, hopefully. I'm very dis. I, I, I'm very disappointed in um, the. I did ask on the 501 page. I saw that kind of in the middle. But it was in the middle of the thing. I didn't come blatantly out and ask for it, man. I don't. Man, we're, we were only at twenty six. Yeah, you got to put that shit in all. We caps need fifty with exclamation points. I, like, man, I, come on. I want to see what the initial. Re- I want to see what the initial reaction from everybody was. If they read it. it, it's a good way to see if you're trying to post something. You want to get your point out. Put it in the middle and see if people are really reading it. Yeah. Um, some some I, I got my I got my two daughters so there were two of those uh like eighteen that we yeah got. I've got a couple of family members in there as well that don't play disc golf but they are very supportive so thanks to them uh man we got a really cool show tonight we're gonna be talking to a special guest we've got Eli Webb coming on local TD in the Arkansas area also local pro. He has been around and played quite a few um, high-end tournaments, uh, Silver Series. I think he's even thrown the Jonesboro Open in there. But he's going to come in. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he's going to talk about some cool flex start stuff he's doing, uh, some other tournaments that he's got going on. He's definitely one of our uh, one of our better TDs here in the Arkansas area. So I would think. I still say he's the hardest working TD. I know Matt does a lot of tournaments. Um, Matt's on cruise control when you've done as many as him. He doesn't really have hiccups, I would imagine. I'm sure he has them here I'm sure and there. He does. Everything's yeah. probably right. I mean, everybody has them kind of doing that. But And he does run a lot of hit. Between him and Kevin Burdick, uh, Eli and Kevin, uh, those are the two hardest working TDs I know of that are, are really promoting the flex start and going up and down and playing multiple courses, uh, different courses throughout the state and even out of yeah, state. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're both doing a very similar um, flex start series, which, in, I mean, basically every weekend they've got one going on, and they're traveling all over certain regions of the state. Like Eli's a little more in the central area, whereas uh, Kevin is up in the northwest Arkansas area, so up in Waltonville. Yeah, yeah do you like blue or red? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I see that it feel, looks like it's changing to me. So I guess I like the blue. blue I'm so blue. lame. I, I have LED remotes, y'all. I'm I'm oh, so I love LED lights. I think they're so yeah, great. His place if so, you, but, you know wanted to go hallucinate trip a little bit and go to Wolford's house. <laughs> Come on with it. We can make some music. Yeah. Anyways. I I appreciate Kevin and Eli doing what they do. I know it's something you and I talked about when we were kind of running thing, uh, running events. But I'm glad someone else is. They're doing, doing a great job. <laughs> I am too. Uh, I 
you know, Eli blew his motor out. Uh, we'll get into that when he comes on, uh, but he blew his motor out coming, man. Those are things that you just don't really account for. Um, so kind of the other thing we don't account for is this effing heat. Holy cow, no, y'all. Man, I have not played. I actually played today and I hadn't played for probably two weeks. Um, maybe it was a full two weeks. It might not have been quite that, but I'm pretty sure it's been a couple of weeks. And I sucked today. It was so bad. I, I, I saw Brock had a nice uh, video of you. I don't know how that shot went. I couldn't see it. After oh, that, did he? But I didn't know that. I'm going to look that up now. Yeah, he posted a video of you on uh, da, 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 da. Facebook. Oh, at eight, 18 or 9, whatever oh. it is, the uphill going downhill. Oh, that might have been when I threw his, uh, I threw a disc that he let me throw it was a really cool old school uh pre-flight number buzz you know what's what's great is when somebody i love when somebody says hey man throw this dish check it out now i i always say no yeah. I, I man i, I re- because it kind of put me putting somebody on the spot and what if i get a bad throw with it that has nothing to do with the disc that's true it's not the disc's yeah. fault i mean i think that most would you know agree. it's like this Brand new alien I picked I up. Uh, my end of the shit series. Uh, yeah, end of a. Uh, hey, we, uh, let's just put this top on this bottom and release another disc that we, <laughs> they just are making so many ridiculous discs, I think. So if somebody gave me this, if somebody said, hey, Sea Wolf, check this out, I'd be like, no, I'm good. The only one I've ever really picked up and threw that I like was the glitch. I enjoyed that little disc uh, because it. But. Did you ask to throw that buzz? I did actually. I mean, I did you notice because uh, he brought it out? He showed me that he had four in the bag, and I was like, "Ooh, what is this one?" And it had a cool dye. It was kind of like the Simon the Zot dye, where you know, half green, half red. It was an okay. old school buzz too, and it man, it felt so good in the hand. It threw really well, so I did ask if I could throw it. I got a Nate Doss buzz. Man, screw Nate Doss. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Nate Doss was the man. The Gerber, the Gerber baby, baby the of Paul, the disc golf world. <laughs> before Paul Macbeth. That's what's that's what's so crazy. He had the three titles before Paul. Yeah. And I saw where Paul's world with worlds coming up, they have that stat where every world he's played in, first or second. That's uh, pretty goatish. Oh yeah, I that's mean, we'll, sure. Anoint him that. We'll be getting into because, that as well. Like worlds is coming. Yeah, these are little yeah, but um, I have not been playing either. Uh, played our two clubs, one cup. I pl- I didn't play that whole week. I played that Sunday. Oh yeah, and I then forgot. and then um, my next round after that was Derek and I threw out at More Harp. Um, it was hot. I mean, we were very glistening. It kind of looked like the Top Gun movie, you know, when they're playing oh, the volleyball yeah. and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, I really oh. felt like, <laughs> I mean, I, I want to be Iceman, but I'm probably more Slider. I'm, you know, I'm not Maverick or Goose. Yeah, or I'm going to put so, you more in the Slider. Is it, was, was it Slider? Yeah. Is that, was that his name? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Slider, you stink. Yeah, That's what, that yeah. was like the worst line ever in that movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were so sweaty. And uh, it was it, it, it's the humidity, y'all. A hundred in Texas, hundred five and hundred five here. Whatever. Very different. When you have sixty five percent humidity here and thirty percent there, because everything's dead and there's no moisture coming up out of the ground. 
I mean, my grass here is still growing, and, and it rained in a week or over a week, almost two weeks now, and that's um, that moisture keeps us. Keep you know, we down, had so but, much rain earlier on in the summer that, <clears throat> that yeah, the growth is. It's we're usually in a you know two month drought here in Arkansas, here in at least the right. Rock area, and um, yeah, this year we've had so much rain in the spring and well into the summer. So we've just recently gone into you know, a stint with no rain, but all of that growth is still flourishing. So, yep. And every morning I see dew on my, uh, on my, on the leaves or the, the, yeah, the leaves of the grass. Yeah. So. It's way too damn hot for me to want to play disc golf. It working yes. outside, get off work. Uh, the last thing I want to do is be outside longer. Right. You work out in it. That's tough. I sit in the air conditioning building. I cannot wait to get out and sweat and get that corporate uh, mind washing of gray walls out of my uh, <laughs> out of my soul um, by sweating it out. Um, so I try to stay real busy. At the yeah. Work or and I napping. would, too, if I was in if we flipped the situation, I would I would totally uh, be out playing in the afternoon because I would feel that need you know, to need to fulfill that that desire to be out and get some vitamin D, but you've got to have the vitamin D yeah, in your life had enough and, uh, and, and milk, milk doesn't give you what you need. So no, no. And I don't drink milk. I, I like it in my cereal and that in my coffee, but I don't drink a glass of milk. It's not really my favorite. You never like, Oh man, I wish I had a cold glass nope, of milk. Never. I love in the movie Anchorman when he's running and it's hot. He's like, oh, milk is a bad idea when he takes <laughs> yeah. a big, huge. <laughs> I mean, it's so random. That, that movie was a lot of stuff in that movie so random. But um, And then I played Saturday. Uh, we Luckily, we know oh, Eli. Yeah, we, uh, we, we bribe him with uh, coming on the podcast. Yeah, you can come on the podcast if you allow us to tee off at 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And that was the best choice. I mean, I don't mind leaving the house at six o'clock. I'm already up. So, but we, we teed off and we were definitely done. We saw people starting. I'll tell you what, and when and we can talk a little more about it, I love Cedar Glades. You guys know how I feel about it, but John Halk design, course. man, John Halk design course. I mean, and I was talking to, uh, I believe JMO or Hancock, uh, today or during that round, I was just like, dude, you can see it, man. These lines are there. Um, I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Uh, talking about Cedar Glades and how much you like it. Oh, oh, it's so close together. Oh my yeah, God. So that, that's but the there's one a problem couple holes. That. You better pay attention. Yeah. That's yeah. the one problem with it. I mean, there's not a ton of land out there. They, they were obviously allocated a certain you know amount of space. John Hout comes in, uh, does his usual design where he's got probably two main lines on each hole, but yeah, the fairways are close together. So when you're playing a 72 or even sometimes they do, a, they'll do a 90 out there. That, that, the 90 in the snow is no yeah. fun. And it's, it, you are crossing fairways. You are, yeah, you're in each other's way. And that's the one issue I have yeah. with the course. Otherwise I love it. Uh, that, that and the, Man, I, do you expect other cards to understand not to talk when they're walking up the fairway as you're trying to throw over in the other fairway? Like one, for instance, there was a group on hole 10, which is the really long hole. Uh, great hole, 700 and something feet, man. And you've got to make it through all these trees. And then you still got another, God, it's got to be like 220 to, from the outside of the trees up to the basket. Yeah. But uh 
they were on 10 and we were on 16, which both of them run. Matter of fact, on my second shot uh, on 10, I was right by 16's basket. I was like, well, I'm glad there, I was thinking to myself, I'm glad there's not another card coming down because you can't see them over hills, right? You don't know somebody's down there. I can't yell four on every shot. I mean, whether somebody hears it either. I don't <laughs> although know. You, yeah, although it feels like you need to out there. But yes, in answer to your question, do I expect people to know not to talk? I mean, I expect them to talk. <laughs> so I, I would too. I, I would too. Uh, well, it was funny. I think we have a, a disc kind of thrown up into us. Uh-huh. And again, I don't know if they saw us or whatever. I get the frustration of the person on the card. I'll, I'll, I'll remain, he'll remain nameless. Um, but it could, it's either Bradshaw or uh, JMO or Hancock. So, um, yeah, he was, he, he, he was, I think, about to throw or getting ready to throw. And yeah, I mean, all of a sudden you got a, a, a disc hitting, you don't hear a four and it's hitting in above your head. It's frustrating. Yeah. I think you can get frustrated Hell with yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're already having a bad round. Whoo! This guy wasn't. He was, well, maybe that would oh, give away. Oh, you just gave maybe, away. Uh, no, there was two of them that had good rounds. It sure, wasn't Bradshaw. Really? It wasn't me. Or just a good round? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't answer that question. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let's see what else. Uh, but other than that, yeah, haven't been thrown, haven't wanted to throw. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was telling uh, Wyman earlier, I've been selling my soul to, if I'm going to be out in this heat, I'm going to get some money for it. And um, that's what I've been doing a lot of. He's been on his corner. Side jobs. Yeah. And, uh, but <sighs> 20 is a 20, bro. It's tough times in some places. So, um, I feel you. <laughs> but yeah, man, you're, you're right. It's just, uh, it's too hot. We need, we're ready for that fall relief here in, in Little Rock. And actually, we're getting it this week. But it, it, it looks to heat back up. I looked at the extended forecast, and we're right back in the triple digits in, in about, you know, eight days. So You know, um, it's going to be, what's it called? Uh, what, October is our first month where we really kind of see hope for some reprieve? Yeah, September is a hit or miss. So, <clears throat> yeah. Hi, everyone. October is usually the time we start. And usually late October, we'll start getting a little cooler. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking to Eli. I'm actually looking at, uh, the, at disc golf scene right now. He does actually have the Greenbrier flex coming up. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Give me one sec. I'm, I'm sending him his thing. Now, no, you're so, good. Uh, I'm, I'm actually needing to, uh, make a little flash over thing and play some music or something like that. But, so oh, we had a little technical wait, difficulty. Okay, that's, What's that's new? Welcome to the show, Eli. Everybody's got it. <laughs> Everybody does. I've, I, I started listening to those other guys. They all have it. And we don't have some professional soundboard guy or, or, or engineer. Or so. intern. Or yeah. intern. But <laughs> we, we do have Eli Webb, uh, team prodigy uh, extraordinaire. He promotes the heck out of him, does a great job of it. I love the prodigy... Uh, I'm surprised I don't have one on me. Uh, the little hand towel, the uh, uh, that that clips on. There's nothing better than something that clips on. Oh, oh I have some seen of the you. best towels. Well, damn, I need to try. Especially this towel. time of year. Yeah, that's that's the question. Does it uh, do an ample job of soaking and drying? 
So, if it, is I it think, like a well, the, is it the microfiber type tail? It is. Uh, it's got nice. a little snap on it, so you can like you know undo the snap and then snap it like to to your bag. Uh, I think it does a really good job of drying. Uh, but if it's raining, I've probably got twenty towels in the bag, and as soon as it gets wet, it's out of one pocket into the next, and then I grab a new dry towel so that I never, I never have to worry about it. Nice. There, there's your pro tip, everyone. Eli's, yeah. Eli's rain pro tip right there. Man, that is. I love playing in the rain because I don't know. I just I feel like I play really well in the rain. I don't seem to have an issue with it, but I always come fully prepared. I have plenty of towels. Whereas other players might not, and so I feel like I have a bit of an advantage. <laughs> and pro tip number two: if you get all of your towels soaked in between rounds, wander mat, like two bucks, throw them all in the dryer, dry them all, you're good to go for round two. Yeah, man, I remember you did that uh, for the reservoir tournament here, RIP. Um, when we had that, was that your tournament? Or was that the one Wolford and I? Yeah. No, that was the one we ran. And Gage, yeah. uh, Gage was a game changer and uh, took those to his house because he lived right up yeah. the road man that was a game changer it, <laughs> it, it is huge and uh eli i like your idea uh man because even three towels it's not gonna do it i don't care how good you think your chamois is or your your deer skin or whatever the hell they used to make them out of uh sham wow sham wow dude that, that guy, guy whatever happened to that guy I man what happened to <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that commercial in a second, but uh, the Prodigy towels are nice. I sweat a lot. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, maybe uh, Eli got to see me pop my shirt out after the round uh, s- Saturday, and holy cow! <laughs> it was I soak. I soak. Nasty. Isn't it? Was, it? That yeah. was gross. It, it is yeah. gross, and that's just a small portion of my sweat because, man, during the round and you know, staying up at night and drinking beers instead of water doesn't help. Or drinking tea. Something about the tea makes me. Makes me sweat out the sugar, probably. But he can literally uh, fill like a twelve so th- ounce bottle, <laughs> bringing his shirt out. <laughs> it's disgusting. I, I hate it. But what happens is, it starts to run down my arm and gets in between these two fingers right here on my putting, and and it just something, just having like that little slow, steady, and it's hard to always dry you up. Need one so, of those basketball uh, little wristbands, like the they wear. Oh, the sweat yeah, bands. That's not a, yeah. the tennis another, bands. Another pro move. <laughs> Pro move, so I'm gonna start looking like uh, oh uh, Zach Melton. He was doing that for a while. I can just get a, a perm and have all that kind of stuff. <laughs> all right, hey, well let's get into. I mean, Eli's got a lot going on, man. You've been doing a ton with your flex start stuff. I love the thing that you've got going on with the flex starts. It's right now, especially in the summertime, it is what people really want to play because it's a one round and it's at your leisure. You know, I, what they're going to be calling that D tiers next year with the new rule proposal. But um, I have seen a couple of your tournaments, just one of them, 115 players for a flex start. That's that's crazy. 115 and 102 degree weather. Yeah. I, was, I was blown away. <laughs> I was too, man. And you got how much? 72 at the next uh, one, the I Beaver Fork one? Okay, sixty-eight. We're gonna add one. And then what about yeah. what about yesterday, Saturday? That was the sixty-eight. That was it. Oh, that was a sixty-eight. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I thought he said Beaver Fork. So Beaver Fork was the hundred and fifteen. And correct. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He's averaging like ninety people right now for two minis in the middle of this heat. Yeah. 
minis uh flex art excuse me the, the minis to me well and there yeah. was uh, a good way to you know kind of compare it is there was a two round tournament here in little rock here in the city the eli's was over in hot springs we're the obviously the more populated area um probably a bit of a larger scene and you see your flex start getting the numbers whereas the two round tournament when it was literally 118 heat index yesterday and not so many signed up for that so you know congrats I man. many local names on that tournament either I didn't either. I recognize one guy, and I want to give it up to Gideon. Uh, he may be my new man crush or uh, player crush. Uh, well, he, I seem to he went against your other player crush. He did, and I, I'm, I'm not off of you, Logan. I promise, I'm not off of you, man. Uh, but e, or, uh, Eli, uh, Eli's been crushing it, and so has Gideon. Uh, he shot 25 down with uh, like a 10 uh, 5 19 or something like that rating, Damn. and um, wow. Dude, that's nice. Good for him. Uh, him and Logan went back and forth, it looks like. Uh, we'll just talk about that tournament because Teasing the Trees is kind of the really nice course here now in Little Rock. And so if that thing's going to fill or get some numbers, that's the course that's going to do it. Um, Eli's had a lot of people, yeah, that, I mean, you know, I, I would have not. I would have not signed up for it just because of the heat. I played that one round on a Sunday, and that was enough for me. I, but after, of course, we went off at 7, but after the round at Cedar, I felt like I could play again and probably done this just as bad at plus 3, 830, freaking 3 rating. <laughs> you should have came later in the day. There was a little bitty like, storm cell that came through. It probably cooled everything off like 20 degrees. Dude. The breeze picked up. Yeah, I was... I was moving furniture when that kicked yeah, in. I was, uh, I was working, but... It, it, you're you're right. It, it, it pulled it down it twenty did. degrees great. in that you know that nice little cell that came through. It was. And then they got oh, that little amazing. creek on hole eight. I jumped right in. Oh my goodness! It was oh, the best yeah, feeling yeah. ever. Dude, that's nice clean water too. God. You know, dude, it was uh, it was funny. Who said it? Uh, Bradshaw, I think, said it. He goes, "Oh, let's see if there's anything we can." Uh, uh, get out, out of the water. It's like, dude, that water's so clean that there's no disc ever going to make it. And you think it's kind of close, man. That's deep. Some of those points are pretty deep down there. Oh, no, no. I got to get it's in that not water. shoulder high at the deepest. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's a pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. You can, it is. It, it was super yeah. clear. It, it is. Um, I, I love that hole. It treated me like ass, I think, but, um, I love that hole. Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, I just saw that hole. I didn't go out of bounds, but yeah, it's fun. Well, um, there are, there's quite a bit going on this weekend and this week, you know, is kind of our relief week. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, it is going to be getting hotter again in the next, you know, after the next week, but it's still, if we're talking heat index, you know, we're sitting at temperatures for this week that are going to be in the mid nineties. And so with our heat index and our humidity levels here in, in Arkansas, you know, that can quickly be a, a, a one Oh five heat index. So it's still hot. <laughs> Hydrate. Uh, Eli did a great job at the tournament uh, with uh, free water. Uh, that you know, that's a cost that comes out of his pocket. And uh, I was like, dude, give him one free and then charge the hell out of him for all the rest of the stuff. He was like, no, I don't want to do that, Chris. I was like, I love capitalism. And uh, but <laughs> well, here's the deal. But he, had, I mean, you can go to go Sam's ahead. Club and buy a forty pack of water for three and a half dollars so i mean a bottle of water is like mere pennies on the dollar and if that's what keeps 
somebody from getting over like dehydrated or overheated on the course. Like I, th- I think any TD, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Like free water should just be a staple. I, I think I think why well, I, I think it, it's an accepted cost of TDing, right? So you just figure that out. Well, it's way better to get the water, have it for the players, than for you to have to deal with somebody that's having a heat stroke. <laughs> so, and, and it is, it is on him. You know, I don't know. I, I, do you know any first aid techniques or anything? Do you ever do a first aid class? Or? Uh, I've got a couple of you know basic disaster life support first aid cpr all i've got all those certifications so i can use them if i have to um but i'd rather not have to no nobody wants to uh heat strokes one of the tougher ones and 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 once you get it you you, that person never really loses kind of every time you get in the heat it's harder and harder uh to to deal with i did pound two waters before the round um I probably should have pounded about three or four that night before, but, um, and then taking <clears throat> good snacks with you. Uh, you know, Kat mentioned she likes, uh, especially the, the squatch bag with the, uh, the little cooler. She likes to put uh, pickles and stuff like that in there. It's a great snack. I, I think you should have snacks, uh, e- even for those kind of rounds. Cause you know, it's only a one rounder and it's probably going to move pretty quick. Cause you get to kind of pick your time and when you go off, but, um, but yeah, take snacks. I was trying to get Eli, like uh, had a kid memory to bring out orange slices from like soccer tournaments and games. Oh, it's halftime. That's all a kid ever cared about. Where's the orange slices? You know, the best, uh, fruit is a cucumber. That's the excellent to eat during, uh, watermelon as well. Watermelon's good. Yeah. But cucumbers are like, like a B12 shot. You know, they, they hold okay. a lot of nutrient and, of course, hold water. So. I need to start getting those uh, liquid IV boxes. Uh, there's so many of them out there now, but I, I do believe in that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, they used to give you, they used to give you salt tablets in the Army, uh, but that's also bad for you. Too much salts can counteract Were you in that. the Army? No, you weren't in the Army. Were you? I watch enough. I watch enough movies. Ah. No, I was not. My dad was in the Marines. He did enough for him and my forefathers did enough for this country. I said, I'll pay tax. <laughs> I'm going to do my part. <laughs> well, so who uh, let's get into the tournament. Uh, since we got Eli, we had seven sixty-eight. Uh, I want to give you 70. I don't know why. Just but, round up. Uh, yeah. I saw John Strange won it with a minus seven. For whatever reason, question. the course played tough. Nice. So it played tough for, I saw the pros, but man, when you look, I have to, I haven't really, I know there was some lowers that shot well and that hurts the ratings, right? Like if you have an MA3 guy shooting minus a, for whatever reason, which can happen out there and you have a pro guy like Abe shot minus six, which was a nine forty five rated, I think, or something like that. It was uh, Cause Michael May and I talked about, no, it's not good. It's a good score. Good score for me. Man, minus six. Was I close to No, I was probably more closer to even. Minus did two, everyone play the same layout? Shot. Yes. Okay. I was I was and, curious because I did see an MA2 player shoot eight down. No. So when that MA2 player, when when Jared Shelby, congrats, Jared. Congrats, J-Mo, on your minus seven and, and letting Jared beat you again. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Got <laughs> Only that's an inside him. joke. They're not funny. Uh, but uh, 
that does hurt the rating. I mean, because he's a nine, probably 20-something rated player, I would assume, uh, Jared is. And so when that guy shoots better than your 10-04 guy, that really starts skewing. Uh, I got to think that it has to skew in this algorithm of confusion they have. Yeah. It does. There's a lot of math behind it that very few people understand completely. Um, ratings in general, they're very right. hard to understand. But basically... If you just imagine it on like a bell curve, you know, your thousand four guys are at the top, your nine hundred graded guys are kind of in the middle, and then we'll say seven, eight hundreds at the bottom. If those middle or lower guys shoot up and they shoot down, it flattens that curve. And, the curve and shifts, pulls yep. everything down instead of leaving that natural um, kind of curve up to the top. Got it. Did you do any? Um, Six Sigma or any statistical processing with that because bell curves that's what that's all about. Is um, I did that back uh, a long time ago, man. I used to do a lot of those uh, root cause analysis with uh, bell curves because, yeah, there's your numbers, right? And that just moves that. And so that's why my rating at plus three was an 833. Because of that, 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 that shift. And so now if Abe would have shot the minus nine or whatever, minus eight, that's a different story. It starts, it's a, it's a, now we're shifting the other way to where I think I started with 860. I think is what it was. After I got done with that round, there was one card in before us, the M MA 50 guys, the Michael Chandler and them. And, uh, then mine, and I was like 860. So, and I was like, Oh, but then I looked, I was like 8.30 something. I was like, uh, so like all these cards are coming in. It really makes it fluctuate. It's fun to watch. Or stressful. <laughs> Man, I had a good time. I wish I would have shot better. It's like any tournament. You always want to shoot better. You can the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Um, we did have a good card. I had two guys that shot really well. Uh, and then I, the man... The story is crazy, y'all. If it's no more, need any more evidence of karma in disc golf. You have one guy say to another guy, it dinked off and it rolled off and he made some little smart-ass comment. And then he goes to the next hole and putts and it dinks off. He's like, oh, I guess I deserve that. And I said, no, you deserve it if the next one you throw and it dinks off. He did it three more times. It hit the basket and rolled back. And I go, that's why you don't run your mouth out on a course. Because you will get that every time, man. Every time. I, I, it's hard for me not to say stuff. But, yeah. And it was he took a eight or six or something like that. on Wow. That. I'm trying to think of who it was now. Yeah, whole, it was Bradshaw. Okay. And whole 11. I was thinking it was. The little, the, little, the little, like, super. It was right after 10. Captain had, like, a, a chance for, I think, birdie on 10. And is left a little short and it rolled off. And he said something to him. Captain did hit that putt, but damn, if he didn't, it, man, it was crazy. It's crazy. It happened. It's, and you guys know how I am with, oh, I hate this hole. I'm not even going to get off the tee box. No, you're not. Just go fucking, sorry, put me a quarter in. Just go put, uh, just go put it 50 feet in front of you because that's all the further you're really going to get with that kind of attitude. Yeah, you're right. It's a, uh, it, I mean, disc golf is, you know, a state of mind. If you're in a negative state of mind, you're probably not going to play well. And that's just like most things in life. You know, if you're, if you're just going to be negative towards yourself, talk down about yourself to yourself, 
chances are that whatever you're doing, you're not going to do well at, or it's not going to go your way. You're going to set expectations that, you know, and yeah. So. I mean, Eli got dished out uh, a bad taste of reality on his way down here. I, I don't, he didn't really post about it. I saw his picture where you were saying I'm on my way, but I didn't see the picture where it says my engine blew up and I'm on the side of the road in Newport. Oh, God, what a God awful place. <laughs> yeah, it was not a fun hour and a half, two hours with no AC. Oh, I bet not. No. I'm sorry, man. That sucks. Trucks totaled. But he came down. He made it. It's a goner. I'll need to get a new one. Ideally, I would have got a Sprinter van. You know, that way I could live out of it uh, for tournaments or whatever and go on the road more. But I made it down. That's all that matters. You know, I was kind of like looking around. There was no, nothing to rent in Jonesboro. So I was like, I already had something booked in Memphis. And I was just going to like Uber back to Jonesboro and then drive my actual car to Memphis and go get a truck and then come pick up the trailer and come. But we were able to shuffle vehicles and make it happen. Nice. I mean, that's what he was willing to do y'all. And I probably just would have called no joy, especially being that far out and having to go to hot springs. Um, he could have called no joy and nobody would have faulted him for it or anything like that. Yeah. That's, I mean, Obviously, yeah, Eli, I think that you're one of the best TDs in the state as far as what you put into it, your work ethic, and you always put on such a great tournament. Um, I was bummed that I wasn't able to make this, make the flex start Saturday because it was at one of my favorite courses in the state and also being one of your tournaments. So looking forward to the next one. And, I mean, tell us a little bit about uh, this flex start series you have going on. I know the next one's going to be in Greenbrier um, at their city course, so... What's the future of all this look like? Um, so I've got a couple of free weekends after next weekend. Uh, I'm kind of giving it a little bit of a break um, just to let the community kind of take a breather. Uh, you know, if, if we're oversaturating the population with tournaments and things like that, it's not going to go over very well. People are going to get burnt out really quick. So I am kind of taking some time, probably at least a month, kind of let some of the other, you know, entities in Little Rock, you know, if they want to run something, like, let them have a shot at it. Sweet Wyman. We can start running events again. Um, Kick ass. I would say look at the schedule, though, because it's filling up pretty quick. It seems, it I was seems like there's almost an event every weekend until maybe September. There is. Area. Yeah. Um, I noticed that uh, you and uh, another tournament's close together. Yep. It's, uh, you know, and I talked to them about that. I apologized to him a couple weekends ago when I was there. Um, there's no malicious intent to me scheduling a tournament. Um, at the beginning of the year, you know, Matt Lloyd was like, if you don't schedule your stuff with the PDJ 90 days in advance, um, that event date is fair game to anybody. You know, I reached out to Matt, Matt said, okay, I put it on there. Um, so I hate that we're so close. Um, I really want them to succeed. I know they've already got 10 times the registration amount that I have, which I only have two. So 10 times two is 20. Um, yeah, they have 21. You know, hey, you got, you got a lot five, of folks man. may not know. The, <laughs> a lot of folks may not know the process of what it takes for a tournament. Matt Lloyd is our state. Uh, is he he's that's an elected position, Correct. right? Yeah. I put my name in. I wrote my name in because you could do. 
<laughs> was that last year or for this year? That, that, that was this most recent uh, 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 voting, yeah, I think. Yeah, elections just finished up. Uh, I think oh. July 30th, 31st was the very last day that you could vote. So Matt has a... Sp- uh, they're probably, they'll probably take a while. And, and it's just like our national um, voting 20, 25% at best go out and vote. Did y'all vote? No. I know Eli did. I, did I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> then why? I mean, we don't want to hear it. You can't, you don't have a voice. I, I love when people say that in the national world. If you don't vote for the president, you have no voice and whatever, dude. That, that, me not voting is so American, right? I'm so, gonna, I'm um, it's my right. There's no way you didn't know. They <laughs> What's sent that? A, they sent about ten emails out, so there's no way that you didn't know that the registration and the elections were online. Yeah, you know, you saying that, I think I'm pretty sure I scanned through my email and saw one or two of those, you and you- was like, oh yeah, I need to probably read that at some point, and and that just didn't. <laughs> so I wrote my name in. I don't. I don't think I, I'm going to win with one vote, but. It goes to the state, and this is every state. So every state has a state uh, representative or whatever, a state TD. And what Matt does is he puts out a Google Sheet spreadsheet, and it has all the tournaments. And everybody goes in and sends it out to all TDs, Eli, uh, I guess us still, uh, Charles. uh, It's open to everybody. Daniel Moose. It's open to everyone. It, but I'm just thinking of the TDs right off the top of my head that uh, run a lot of the events in the state. And you're supposed to put your events in there. And like Eli was just saying, 90 days. You have 90, you know, you better have it on. If you have it on there three months ahead of time and somebody kind of tries to come in there, Matt is going to say no. Uh, as far as I know, I, I'm not saying he, that's his job. So he says no. You don't have it on there and you kind of drop it in because you're kind of him hawing about it, right? I know Wyman and I did that with the uh, Killer Bees uh, tournament this year. Uh, but that's still at the beginning of the year. You're not, in February, you're not running into anybody. And uh, no. here, every, like you like you said, every week is starting just to slot. If it's a flex start, if it's a this, if it's a that, if it's a NADGT. I mean, there's so many things that can... so. And then it's up to the TDs. If you're going to be a TD, I, I assume you know the, the rules, right? That uh, how it works. And you reach out to Matt, really. You send him an email and say, hey, I want to run an event. And he's like, okay, cool. Or nope, can't do it. Yeah. Well, and Eli, I know that you had a lot of your tournaments up really early. I noticed that going through disc golf scene at the beginning of the year. Uh, of course, the flex starts are uh, a newer thing that you started doing pretty recently but you did you were probably some of the first tournaments i saw on disc golf scene for 2023 yeah so matt posts that uh link to that spreadsheet in november and that's kind of when he starts taking uh new applications for tournaments for the upcoming uh what will be this year 2024 season uh and so as soon as that date opens i weeks before that opens i've already got um Oh, I go back two and three years uh, through the calendars, through disc golf scene, through the PDGA, and I see what events were what weekend, and I try to schedule around those. That gives preference to those that are on the same weekend so that you can continue kind of keeping those same days. I'm sorry. Did you hear that, Wyman? He said he goes back two or three years at looking at 
previous events to see if you know there's something going to slot. If every TV would do that, we would have we would have some. The whole purpose of this is to bring amazing event or really good events on the reg, right? Not overlap. You have to do what he just said. And you probably look at probably around the state, probably Oklahoma, Mississippi, Louisiana, see if there's any big tournaments kind of running there as well. Tennessee. I do. It's harder. Uh, I think Matt's one of the only people that actually has a running spreadsheet. Um, obviously, that might not. I mean, some other people might have them. Um, I've not run one out of state, so I don't have access to those. Uh, I've emailed a couple of those coordinators and they haven't responded back to me, which is frustrating. Um because that's literally their appointed job. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you forget it's an appointed position, right? But yeah, uh, that should be. And I mean, you don't want to be that guy and then go above his head. Uh, you can do the research, but why people are wondering why, man, it's a big deal to understand what's going on around you because you want the better players from the other states to come here and play. Just like our better players should go to their states and play in their yeah, terms. Absolutely. Uh, uh, like uh, what's coming up? Uh, Mississippi uh, Glory. Autumn Glory. Oh, Autumn Autumn Glory. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say Glory. The hole. Glory Hole Open. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, I, that's what I call it. And I think head. we found our <laughs> next tournament name. Yeah, um, Autumn Glory, which is a great tournament in uh, South Haven, Mississippi, which is pretty close to y'all, right? Uh, Eli? Yes, it's about an hour ten. All right, hour ten. So it's a great tournament. Like. And I saw where, uh, oh, your buddy uh, who won Kellen states McCann. fudge my life. Thank you. I saw where he posted because uh, somebody posted a tournament. Oh, that's the same weekend as Charles and them are running that mm-hmm. uh, Cali tournament. I, w- I would definitely, oh. well, I mean, we, we can talk about it. I'd definitely go play uh, Autumn Glory over Well, that. I'm looking it up so. right now because I, I love that tournament. It's, uh, I think it Yeah, might I know be you guys have played full. it. Hold on. Let's see. No, there's plenty of space. There's a couple <laughs> spots. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's three, two, three courses. There's quite there's a few, right? Three courses, yeah. They'll do yep. Latimer Lake so that's and at least, then the city park or something. That's at least 204 or. 72 times three. 216. Uh, 216. Thank you. Yeah. When's your birthday? Eli? Uh, March 19th. Uh, you just, you just smell like a Virgo. Just, I mean, the way you do things and uh, like, cause the thoroughness and um, so that's how it works. That's what Eli's trying to do. We, we, we he and I have talked about it a lot. Um, that's why Wyman and I aren't running tournaments. It's hard to find a slot and run a good quality tournament to draw people the great thing about eli's flex stars are 25 bucks you get 25 dollars worth of merch whatever that may be and he does have a 20 he had my alien he's got a very cool Ooh. mobile shop yeah and then just, just don't forget that piece of shit disc <laughs> Dude, that's one for you. That's a ten dollar bill. Look at it. it; looks like an alien. Look at this. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is a fun disc. Uh, I'm happy he had this. The two local shops did not have it, so I got to buy it from him. Nice. Yeah, you do have a good a good setup, Eli. Definitely the the shop. A lot of prodigy items. Cool. I try to keep prodigy. my ear to the ground. Uh, I've got the entire prodigy lineup. I don't oh, nice. necessarily have every disc and every plastic, um, but I at least have three to six discs of every mold. 
I saw a new disc coming out. Uh, speaking of Prodigy, uh, Isaac Robinson had something to do with the, the archive. archive. It, yeah. God, yeah. Is it, it is out? out? Is it out yet? Or do you uh, have that in your they're selection? In the trailer. I've got. I think I have eight of them. I'll be playing your flex art just for that. I want to check because I like. I, I almost love him more than Calvin. I just think the way he throws and the way he is and holds his demeanor and everything is the way he should be. But uh, yeah, it looks like a fun deal as well. Really good Another end, and it's super overstable for a mid range. Okay, I thought it was an overstable one, man. But the way the Prodigy players have been playing this year on the Pro Tour, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of wanting to try some of these new discs they've got coming out. Just curious, Prodigy's killing it this year. So We've done really well at a lot of the big events. Uh, I don't think people know how well we've been doing. Um, you know, we've been talking about it. I know yeah, I have. I mean, because you have you have Gannon, Isaac, Ezra, uh, the, the the one kid you don't even know who he was. He won a tournament. Um, thank you. The the oh, yeah. like whatever. Yeah, I mean that guy. That kid was prodigy, and then I got to watch this cool little video of when he went to this. Uh, to the warehouse and got a bunch of discs. Like I've seen KJ and uh, uh, Luke do. I mean, when I think Prodigy, I think Luke and Gannon. Those are my two, and, and Kevin. Uh, those are my guys. And now Isaac, or the Robinson brothers, because Ezra did great this weekend. Uh, so. Pulled out the yeah, win. Man. Yeah, Ezra had a 10.92 rated final round today. How, how do you feel about that? Like, because. That's a. You're playing the course, right? It's it, it does have something to do with the players, but I'm always thinking if there's because it is a silver series. Was that a silver People series? Usually, are take it was a silver series. Okay, I, I thought so, but I wasn't completely sure. It's so. also and, the longest running tournament in the United States, to my knowledge. Yes, yeah, you're right. I, I remember hearing that. What's that. the dude's name? Uh, Jim Palmieri. I keep thinking it was Jim Palmer. He's an old baseball pitcher uh, back in the day. He wore jockey underwear. The history uh, behind he that is crazy. <laughs> okay, well, you know he, he ran. He ran the first tournament, or he ran the first ever American Flying Disc Open back in '74. Um, back then, they didn't really do cash payouts or anything, so first place prize was a car. Ooh. So, <laughs> you know, Jim a Datsun or something Dotson like that. Seventy. <laughs> Um, and he called it. Wow, Dan Stork, <laughs> Dude, Dan Stork read it. PDJ number two. I'm sorry, three. Wow. Uh, I took it down by eleven strokes. Okay, very cool. Uh, so all of the trophies. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know any of that. I love all I love the trophies that. this year for the 50th annual were steering wheels from a Datsun B210 from 1974. That's pretty cool. I honestly did not watch a whole lot of that tournament. I, I think I had it on a little bit Friday, but then my weekend was just so busy that I never got to it. But I did check Udisc Live out pretty often. And from what I saw of the course, it looked like a really fun course to play. And that's not one that plays at just one course. They kind of It's kind of been all over up there in the Northeast. Is that right? Um, I can't answer that for sure. But I would assume that up there in that New York Trash. area, they could bounce around a couple of different spots. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looked like a good course, man. And at 1090, what? 1092? 1092. Rated final round? Jeez. For a 13 down, I think. And that's his first. 13 down gets you a 1092. Yeah. Man, I, I really like to know the rhyme and reason behind that. Well, 
I, and I know, like uh, uh, Eli said earlier, if you've ever watched the movie uh, The Big Short, where it talks about that uh, the housing, love that movie. And man, it shows you that there's some really small, smart people out there that can come up with some equations that if you can't solve it, and only they can, how are you going to disprove it? And I feel like that's <laughs> what ratings are, man, because well, you just don't know. You think kind of got it. And you tell me minus 13 with a, a lackluster field. And uh, I say lackluster because I'm the bigger names that I'm, I'm accustomed to. But by the way, I'm, I'm kind of upset. Did they show the dub, the mixed doubles? I, I would love to watch that. Like uh, for Gannon burned this other girl was – Yes. Uh, yes, they filmed it. The some of the coverage is coming out soon if it's not already out. I forgot who won. I, I saw that. I was like, man, I, I, to me that's something because Isaac Robinson was playing with some man. I saw Gannon throwing, and uh, I don't know if Calvin played or not, but I'm sure he did. And uh, that that that's fun to me. But minus thirteen. God, what did homie shoot at James Conrad shoot at Jonesboro? And he didn't even get a uh, that was eleven hundred range around down, for that. I think at Jonesboro, and yeah, yeah sixteen or seventeen. It was, and what was Paul's? Close, what was Paul's minus eighteen? The perfect round. Ooh. It wasn't even eleven hundred rated. No, yeah, right. So now I'm, like that, that's why I'm trying to figure out how that minus thirteen gets over to the ten ninety range. I'm nothing to take away from. I, I love Ezra. I love watching him. He's well, and that's, he's kind of the everyday kind of player uh, build. Yeah, that's that, that still has time to nice adjust to too. Is that fair? No, no, that's fair. I'd say that's fair. So there's been a lot of talk on ratings uh, this year and past years. There was a podcast came out where Jerm was on it with Sexton, and they talked about how the rating system needs to be revamped and gone through. Um, so it's not on a bell curve. So you can't have guys pulling you back down the slide, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it rewards those that shoot really well and uh, not punishes. That's not the right word. But uh, it, it's more in favor of the guys that shoot really well and gives them actually represented rounds based off of how the course should shoot and rate. It's interesting, y'all. Read up on the – it's on the PDGA uh, rules and stuff. It kind of explains ratings. Um, it's kind of vaguely wrote and – but it's tough to uh but so the product who's the prodigy girl who's who's their number one female um that's kind of tough i mean chantel budinski won her first tar- or you know elite series or i guess it was silver um tournament this weekend she plays for prodigy uh i would say caroline henderson she had pink hair she does uh okay. i would say caroline henderson is probably our number one right now that's a ne- that's a name I know. Uh, the other girl I saw her playing during, because I watched a little bit of it, but then I saw today uh, something popped up and where she'd won. And, and I was like, oh, okay, good for her. I, I like that. I like new blood winning, uh, and uh, I think it's fun. And give her a taste of success and see how she goes with it. I'm going to butcher the name, but it's uh, Lekia Sorensen. Uh, she's from like overseas. Luke she's, also, yeah. she's also really, really good. She's been up there at the top the past couple Dude, of years. she's... Too. She's a. I've definitely watched her game progress over the this season. You know, she's dating Bradley Williams, so she's getting. I'm sure a lot she's of getting top notch coaching, yeah. <laughs> and and it shows. I've seen her play so much better, um, and she's been you know kind of consistently at the top of the leaderboard for the past I don't know a few weeks. So, 
That's key, right? We talk about it a lot where you got somebody finishes wins and then next week they're 40. I'd like for you to win and maybe 10 is about as far as you need to drop, right? And then, you know, get you a seventh place and get you another top three and, and hang around there. Don't win and then just fall out the bottom. Yeah. And that's been how most of the MPO winners have been this year. They're usually, if they win an elite series, a major, or, you know, even these silver series, and then the next week or the next two weeks, they're just, yeah, they're shooting in their 30th place. <laughs> so it seems to be a curse. If you win, you're just not going to be in the top 10 the next week. KJ's been playing well for Prodigy lately. I enjoy. He's he's something else to watch, man. He you never really know what he's gonna do, and and he puts a man ton of effort into those shots. I mean, falling down a lot of times and doing what he does. <laughs> yeah, he took a he took a step and back got, earlier in the year to kick off his DJ business a little bit more. Um, yeah, listen, I mean, right. he has the he good for him. He's a young guy, and I know a lot of people. I, I think because I heard like a term he started kind of doing, and people are like, "Oh, he's refocused. And he's now more concentrating on disc golf than uh, DJing." Uh, you know, DJing is it, it gives him an outlet. I, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, it's not my f- brand of EDM music. It's a it's a tad different, um, but. I'm not going to buy a reverb either. It's a very beefy disc, I'm sure. It's very overstable. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew it would be. I mean, it just screams. I mean, reverb in, 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 in the music world is, yeah, it's kind of overstable. I would say it's an overstable sound. But his distortion's pretty good. But is it? Uh, is that a... It's what? an overstable I, I approach disc. Um, kind of comparable to his own. Okay. Okay, so and I've been seeing some guys doing the grenade, like throwing the grenade so hard that like they don't throw it just up and down, man. They're actually putting it in flight and and and, and snapping these things. And I have to find the video, man. It was just oh, yeah, they'll blow off their anyway. shoulder in a few years. Yeah, no, no, kidding. you know all about that, mm-hmm. right? You got you've had injuries before. Yep. Tore my so. shoulder once. Pretty sure I tore it again here recently. Oh man. So, they're tough injuries. Uh, Obviously, as you get older, I tore my uh, rotator cuff when I was 13 years old, and my shoulder was never the same ever. Man, I've been learning right now, so that's been interesting. Hey, there you go. That's a is it speaking of a prodigy player? Will Schusterick actually had to do that, where he Mm -hmm. had to start throwing left-handed because of his injuries and whatever else is going on with him that, you know, pretty much ended his career for a big chunk of time. But I know that he's uh, been playing lefty for, you know, some shots, maybe not all shots, but he's back to throwing right-handed a good bit. Now Uh, I'm sure he can still whip out a pretty solid left hand and possibly even put me to shame. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sure. So no, I saw Will at JBO, uh, and that's where I learned about him and, and how much he does for Prodigy. He does a lot for Prodigy. That's why I asked you earlier if he is the man, because uh, I, I don't know a lot of the structure of Prodigy. I used to call it Euro Trash Disc, but hell, they're made in Ohio or something like that. Or uh, some, Georgia. I forget where their home quarters are. Georgia, yeah. that's right. They just that's have right. a really – they have a lot of European players, though, and there's the Prodigy Tour. I mean, they have Prodigy Europe, but I think Seppo Pipe uh, – Caillou is actually a big part of that. Uh, his family owns now. the Europe 
department. Oh, okay. That's what I'm it is. not mistaken. That's cool. And they're always at Jonesboro. I love the big, uh, on hole one, the big green, uh, tent and, uh, behind hole one and going into hole two. And then the party tent is a project. Yeah. It's a project. Yep. Tent. I yeah, spent, uh, almost two hours on the phone with Will Monday, uh, talking about Jonesboro, talking about potential job opportunities for me, um, joining their tournament directing team so I could team up with them to run a larger events um, with them you know, stepping into uh, a larger role for the am side uh the coming year to make sure that runs smooth and to appease some of the frustrations from this year well well man I, you're doing a great job i mean dude you got i know you started this series you have seen over really i mean it really numbers that blew me away uh I was shocked by the 115 at Beaver Fork. That's yeah, that's I've crazy never seen number. That number for a flex start. That's shit. only in Texas. I mean, not a flex, right? Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. But uh, I was talking to Bob Ellis, and yeah, you know, Zilker Park got on the reg. It's like a hundred people. It's yep. kind of crazy to think about when you have a, a flex start. But uh, and you're doing a great job for what is what is like your biggest roadblock that you run into out there? Is is it the dates? getting with these other TDs and trying to um, we need, come we down need with a, the data. We need a more central uh, avenue of communications for TDs to come together and talk about scheduling and things like that. That's not necessarily a big roadblock. The biggest roadblock for me is trying to create this business and figure out how to navigate uh, the tax world and the management side of the business for me i don't have any business experience i'm just doing this off the cuff um which means a lot of these manufacturers won't sell to me they don't see mobile shops and mobile tournament stores and things like that um as a trustworthy or even like um positive way of selling their discs that they want online with so they've basically shunned us out and said we won't sell to you at all uh innova was one of those people that were like we won't do business with you um wow i knew innova is a brick and mortar they only sell to brick and mortar right they don't trilogy uh, alcott has told me the ins and outs of uh chris alcott our buddy who runs cds out of uh sherwood who he pays a lot of his own money to Innova. Uh, at first, he puts a lot of money up front for those Innova tournaments uh, because you had to get a lot from, or it costs a lot, or whatever to to get Innova. It's it's kind of crazy, but I get it. That you just don't want that out there everywhere, and you don't want to give a great deal to somebody, and then all of a sudden, two weeks later, they're not running tournaments because their engine blows out and they can't run any tournaments anymore. And there's really not a lot of like if you're running tournaments to make money you're either scalping players you know you're taking money off the top or somewhere <laughs> that it shouldn't be uh, or you're just not doing it for the right reasons i mean there's not a whole lot of money to be made in running tournaments so you really have to have that passion to do it if you want to do it full time uh, i don't make a whole lot of money doing this it's barely enough to keep me going um so that's been hard so like yeah the truck the truck loss will probably set me back and i'll probably have to take a step back for about two months yeah understandable and wolford and i know exactly what you're talking about when you just mentioned all that it there yeah you're usually 
you know, when, if you're actually making anything out of it, that's kind of crazy. You know, it's usually a loss. <laughs> so having the shop, if you have a brick and mortar and you're running tournaments, then you're, you know, you can be pretty set and it can be something where, I mean, I'm not going to say lucrative, but at least, uh, you would be making enough to, yeah, continue to travel, stuff like that. So it's a bummer about your, about your van, man. There's a, there's some established TDs that easily make, you know, 60, 75,000 a year. Oh, uh, wow. But it's a okay. grind. They're out there every weekend. Uh, you know, essentially how it goes is you buy a disc for, say, $10, you know, wholesale from Innova. And they say you can sell it minimally at 17. So you sell it for 17. Well, you've just made $7 off of a disc. Mm -hmm. And so that's where our, that's where our money comes from to keep us going. It's just whatever we can market up. Uh, and a lot of my stuff I'm fine, you know, for $20 just from 10, 10 or from perch or whatever. And I'm marking it up a dollar or $2 um, just to keep that, that cash flow coming in right well i hadn't i had no clue that you know tds that have that have been so well established are making you know 75k a year that's that's pretty they awesome. they understand it was kind of jacking up for me i didn't even talk you guys you guys defined um they understand how to where the ins and outs are right because there are some places i think you can I don't want to say cook the books, but man, it's what you put that in case everybody didn't know, there's a really great program tournament, uh, TD, what, what's it called? Uh, helper or whatever the heck tournament it's called. Manager. Uh, were you, thank you. Tournament manager where you have to put all these numbers in, you can't it, PDGA has to see these. It has to be approved. The, the, uh, program won't let you move on. If you're kind of over under of where you're over, I think it'll let you move on under. You're definitely not moving on. Um, Payouts, uh, uh, player packs, where I think uh, that's where smart guys can kind of figure it out. But I'm sure Callie makes great money doing what she does. Uh, I don't know what her costs are. Callie McMoran. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, she does for Innova. She does. She does a great job, and but she's also driving like a F three fifty or whatever it is, Dually around, I think, as well, and carrying a really huge trailer. Like, yeah. real nice. She's got LED Massive set trailer. up, and I mean, she does a great job, right? But that's what she does. So, yeah, she does. I don't think she does anything that's else. Kind of all she does. She used to try to double and do the tour and do that, and now she's just full time tournaments she's got that master to master to right and yeah good for her that uh has been going on i know it's it's a first year for it. low turnouts in some places they were hoping for big turnouts but maybe that, Is that catches why on there was one scheduled for yeah for persimmon i guess they're just not enough interest that's correct. It's just not enough interest, and it's Persimmon's not the only one. Uh, there was a couple other places, and like I said, it's just catching on. It is a uh, it is its own little tour. So if you want to play, and it's not cheap. It wasn't cheap. I thought about it because you, I think I could have played in it for whatever, but it's just not cheap. Give it up for Will Harrison. Uh, well, Will Harrison out of Hot Springs, the 
Wizard Will. He puts with Wizards or used to. I'm assuming he still does. Mm-hmm. He's been he's, he's been living it. that dream, man, of of the Masters life. And say what you want. He's got his own disc. Uh, oh fudge, who makes the Wizards? Gateway. Gateway. Yeah. What's the name of the company? Thank you. I was gonna, Gateway, uh, it's yeah. like their best disc, right? <laughs> Gateway and the mongoose. Abe, Abe throws a mongoose as a roller. So, uh, but he's sponsored by them. He, he, he's doing what he's doing. He was up in uh, 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 whatever the hell it uh, St. Louis over the weekend. They had a big tournament there. I mean, Kale LaVisca's winning it with points, but Will's pretty close to him. So, yeah. it's Prodigy. a great avenue. It's just a yeah, is it? Is that what it is? Yeah, oh, Kale, yeah. Kale, Kale's a great product. Another great prodigy guy, dude. I mean, seriously, prodigy is like every time you talk about some, it's just prodigy. Um, except yeah. I don't really know anybody that throws prodigy discs except prodigy street team people. Uh, if you look closer, <laughs> there's kind of one or one or two floating around in a bunch of people's bags. Uh, the more I run stuff, the more I get plastic. Sure, a D1, hands. something like uh, that. I mean, we've got a plastic for everybody. I mean, we've got nine or seven or eight different plastic varieties uh so if you want something that's gummy it's your 400 plastic if you want something a little stiffer it's 750 uh, if you want you know we got two or three different kinds of putter plastic so i i advertise it as we have something for everybody um our numbering system is super simple one is super overstable six seven through nine super understable whatever the other number is uh, yep. and if it's too overstable just they're putting they're putting flight numbers on it Correct. now, right? They used to not, but now I think the discs are having flight numbers. Yep. Which, I, listen, I liked Prodigy before. I just kind of said I'm going Innova. Um, I enjoyed uh, the F7 and the I, I putted with a PA4, and before I start, and I thought a P2 was actually a Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, and I just thought I was switching over, and I was like, oh, this is. Dismania, what? Oh, Innova Dismania. Okay, cool. That's fine. No, uh, but they make great stuff. They do. Uh, I love all uh, the A5. I, I've noticed a lot of folks do actually throw that disc. Um, I believe is what it is. A5. Uh, the yeah. A3. So, uh, yeah, A3 is that the one. The A5 is good too. Uh, it's just a little straighter than the A3. Well, the people I run with, us old guys who want a little more understable, they're A5s. No, I'm just playing. But yeah. <laughs> um, what is it? M4 is the other one I see a lot of. M4. So. Straight, straight to understable mid-range. Um, our air plastic line, uh, our lightweight kind of plastic line is really kicking off. That's going over really well lately. Um, I used to I used to chunk a 150 D1. Man, I loved it. I shredded Bud Hill with it. I had my best round there, Bud Hill, uh, with it. Because I was just able to set it out, and you knew it was always going to come right back. It was a nice light I've disc. I've got four or five air, weight, air plastic discs in my bag. So what... Uh, what yeah, you're getting up... <laughs> what weight are those? Just out of curiosity. Like uh, 160? We've got a couple different options. So they can be anywhere from like 150 to 159, and then kind of like one. 160 to like 165 66 i think nice i have started bagging a lot more lightweight stuff as well um yeah just no need i for think all it's that smart man i mean yeah no need for everything to be max weight so especially if you know the weather conditions 
<clears throat> or if they're subject to, you know, I get have max weight in there. If it's windy and all that good stuff, you, you can still set a lightweight out. You just have to set it out right. Because if you don't, it's going to, but, because uh, I do throw it. And, but I also throw the max weight toward the beginning of the round. And then as I'm my energy level, whatever, I'll start hitting that lightweight stuff um, just to get, and that helps me personally. That's the way I look at it. Um, two rounds in one day. Yeah. Second round's all lightweight. <laughs> no way I could throw max weight that day. So, yeah. Uh, going back he. to tournament stuff, uh, if you're at the end of the event and you think that something shady has gone down with the payout or something like that, you can request uh, the tournament manager you know, copy of the payouts and things like that. It'll tell you how much percentage was paid back out to the division, who got paid what. Um, yep. Before round two, yeah, uh, you have to TDs have to publish, or before the final round, TDs have to publish the projected payout. Uh, okay, it's the final round. Yep. Is that what it is? A lot is? of people okay. don't know so. that. Uh, and then the event feedback button is super helpful too. So if you go to any. PDGA tournament page where you check your ratings and whatnot. Up in the very top right corner is event feedback. Uh, it's there for good and bad feedback. Uh, most people don't even know that that button exists. I got a, I got a bad feedback once because I went and let somebody smoke weed and I'd let people drink at the flex. I would say like hundred percent of the time. Right, that league, that was a league. Always bad feedback, but no one ever puts good feedback in. Um, the PDJ keeps track of all that. It goes into uh, your TD profile uh, on a server somewhere. Uh, and if there's any issues or things like that, um, they keep track of all that stuff. So, you know, if you play a tournament that's got a really good turnout or some TD went super over the top for this A tier or whatever, like, please send in good feedback because that goes a long way. Uh, and we, we get that directly. It does. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because... I guess I didn't really maybe know that. I'm not a big feedback guy, even though my job at Dillard's is now dealing with uh, bad feedback um, or bad reviews. So uh, I, I, there's no way I would ever leave a comment. I just, your name's out there. I don't care if you put undisclosed. Listen, y'all, uh, I can tell you right now, I, I can get your email address. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because these people put undisclosed and they put these like god awful remarks and it's like i'm writing them i like ah, i bet you didn't know i was gonna be yeah but you this, didn't but... expect an email back <laughs> <laughs> I, I i do believe uh, positive feedback is a huge thing i hate that the only feedback you ever get in life is typically negative nobody i mean so i i think the positive feedback though eli is the average of 90 something for two flex starts and being 115 on one and 68 on the other so um that's 91 and a half so that's uh that's pretty good man even even all the couple things wyman and i ran i always thought we got good numbers we never never touched that that i the only thing that i would think would be the res league that i ran that when you're averaging i think we averaged 60 at res that year for that, yeah for you that, good um, numbers for that that yeah, was fun to play that was that was the this is a golden day. Oh, Rez. Oh, Rez. What else you got, Eli? Yeah, I, I think I think the getting all of us TDs together, and that's, I, you know, I know Matt's busy, and that may be something somebody else that. has to. So, what you well, got? so, you know. Oh, you have an I, idea? Yeah, I got, I got a, probably a terrible idea. 
No idea is a terrible right. idea. You've been told. I've been told that my whole life. Like no ideas again. Yeah, then the guy starts talking. You're like okay, maybe maybe yours was. Hold on a second. No. So, yeah, I've worked for nonprofits for oh, man like fifteen years, and uh, I, I would think that it would be really cool to have maybe a five person board. You know, treat it like a nonprofit board. But anyways, all these these five people, which Matt would be included in that. And you can take it regionally from the state. You know, we've got central, uh, southwest, or just south, really, because it's really just Camden down there throwing tournaments. Um, of course, up into Jonesboro area in the northeast, then the northwest, that would be Matt, Russellville area, Fort Smith area. Um, but, yeah, and then just have, a, you know, do a once a month or maybe once every other month or even do it quarterly, uh, whatever would be necessary. But for those... You know, just have a Zoom board meeting, basically. And that would just keep those, uh, those, all these guys have to be a TD. You know, they have to, have to been running some tournaments. And yeah, y'all just get together and discuss it through Zoom meeting, you know, discuss what, just what's happening in the year, what's happening in that general timeline, what's coming up. I don't know. It sounds way too simple. And all it, it makes to way too much sense. I know. It's all it has to be. And the only thing that will end up happening, the convolutedness of it, is who gets to be like the representative of Little Rock. Who, or Whoever Central. was the Who's one voted in. Be, right. right. Uh, because there's going to be the one TD. Or, oh, he don't like me. We don't ever get a fair shake or something like that. I, I, you know, I, I'm just thinking I'm a big worst case scenario when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, you're being uh, very pessimistic right now. Man, no, and I, because there's going to be somebody to get left out, and and they're like the wonder why and why wouldn't I ask or what, what where's my say at? But I think uh, I just think it needs just a hair refining and 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 everybody get on this page. You don't have to maybe just the central guys, you know, the empires, the uh, the licensees doing what he's doing. I don't need to have D Lee talking about central arkansas because he doesn't really run anything down here now he wants us to go up there and play like battle of the borough as well as we should i I think you have to get out and go to these other communities and play in their tournaments i just think it's the best thing for the state um instead of everybody i only play northwest arkansas i only play wafta events i only play you know uh uh uh, you know diamond state is that kind of uh, that's what they're supposed to be about. They are Diamond State. Um, they do have the state uh, title uh, matches, but it, it, it's tough. It's tough, man. It is, it's a very, after being in this for the last few years, you can see how, I, I think I see how people think, and there'll be some people get upset, feel like they're left out, but that's part of life, isn't it? Yeah, though? it is, and you're right. People will feel left out, so... If you want your voice heard, get out there just like Eli does, just like Wyman and I do. If you want to make a change, get out and do it. Don't wait on somebody else to come in and do it and expect them to have your idea and and implement it. Go implement yourself. Go run an event. Get with the locals. Get with some people. It's, It's fun. It's not that hard. And anybody can do it. You just have to put a little time effort. Yep, you're absolutely right. Do your research. Sorry, go ahead. Don't, don't step on toes. Yeah. Do oh, your man, research. Very good point, Eli. Yeah. Do not step on toes. And I don't, There's a lot of that. You know, it gets really close a lot of the time. So it, it is. And 
Well, Matt said I could do it. But that's so... I get that. And Matt's also not the one running the event that's going up against right. him. He runs one, what, almost once a month, right? Up up, up in Northwest. Uh, so yep. they're always running an event. They're always going against some of these other events. I'm sure they would love to have some Central Arkansas players go up there or Northeast Arkansas players to go over there and play. And, um, and they do for the like JB's tournament and the JB's classic or whatever, or those kind of things. Uh, you know, Kevin Bird, we were talking about him. You got, you two are the hardest working TDs, man. He's doing the same thing. all doing that flex start love. And, um, it's a great format. Uh, like, like Wymo was saying earlier, it's a one round in and out quickie, you know, it's kind of the red light special of, uh, disc golf. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I know I felt it, but, uh, it's tough. And I think Eli's right. We, you get some people just talking about it. We're talking about it now. I hope some people listen to this and, uh, want to talk about it some more. And like I said, it's nothing but a Skype meeting or something like that. Right. Well, and it's hard because it, we can solve everything here. You know, we can get it all figured out and written out on a piece of paper and it can all be hunky dory. And then somebody from Missouri or somebody from Alabama comes in and it completely messes everything up. You know, so that's, I've been talking to Kevin, I've been talking to Matt, I've been talking to um, some other guys, you know, larger names, you know, Daniel Moose, uh, and we've been trying to figure out how to get this sorted out. It's just, no one knows where to, what direction to take it. And that's been the hard yeah, part. Yeah, I know Daniel was trying to figure out why nobody wanted to sign up for that A tier. Um, uh, that's, he's posted that a couple times, he, I think, he, about he events. why. But the higher powers of the NADDT forced him to make that post. Um, and, and, and to rifle post, I mean. Uh, so what was the reasoning? Why, why did he think it didn't fill up? Um, money, money was a big factor. You know, I think it was about 100 bucks. Money's a big factor. Uh, for, those of, okay. for those events, there's a late registration fee if you register. Uh, like within a week or two, whatever it is, the date is, uh, up to that event. And it's there just to cover the cost of shipping because they have to mail the players packs to you right. directly. Um, time of the year, there was other events happening in the state. Time of the year. Uh, and it's the course. how many, you know, yeah. how many rounds is it? It was three rounds, two rounds at Persimmon oh, on right. Saturday, which was brutal. Uh, Persimmon has a phenomenal course. It's very beautiful. It doesn't fit people that can throw very far. For, so for an amateur tournament, that course really didn't suit very many of those divisions. Um, I'm big thanks to Gatekeeper for coming out and filming the advanced card, second round and third round. Um, that was a big deal. I, and that's, that you know, I, that was the reason... Yeah, that was the reason I did not sign up. Uh, was the main reason was the course, and I would have loved to have seen it on a different course, one maybe a more technical course. You know, especially with that time of year, you need to be somewhere where there's a lot more shade provided. So, uh, I I think you can do it at Persimmon and then another course. I'm not going to say Greenbrier City Park course, but. It's not NADGT worthy, mm, but I'd say keep it in the more of a metropolitan area like Little Rock, to be honest, just for what the city can provide just, as far as, you know, the infrastructure. Yeah. I get that. Um, 
persimmon is our highest rated course in the area. We but we all have talked about it. I love persimmon. No, it's not something I would go play two rounds in one day. So I can win a tr- a thousand plus in dollar trip to summer. Austin is not uh, yeah in the middle of summer. I've been out there, um, but it it makes it's it was a lot like res man. It, it will mentally tax you, uh, especially that second round will definitely mentally tax you. You'll find out how much you really like disc golf in the hottest part of the day, and you're shooting like a plus eight or nine. You know you're just pretty far off the lead, and you know and you got to come back the next day. Oh, yeah. Well, but. But yeah, um, what else we got, man? We're at a buck twenty right now. Well, I was gonna real quick, I, and I think that we sh- we should definitely have another episode with Eli on talk more about uh, TD stuff. More, you know, I, I would I would love to talk a little longer about all this. Uh, it has been something we've been talking about before on the podcast. And one thing I just want to mention too is when we mentioned Autumn Glory. I was looking at it back again. I see that you are going, Eli. Yes. So I think I may sign up for this, Wolford. So I'll talk about All right. that. All right. Yeah. Uh, what do we got locally? You got, uh, let's get that out there. We got Persimmon with her. I know Eli, like he was hitting on uh, earlier with no maliciousness. And uh, I know he and I talked. No malicious intent. No. Where where he can run it and then maybe you can go play that. And then after you're done playing that, come it, it, it's a flex start, so you can do it afterwards. Go play the persimmon. Go win you a sword. Slash somebody for winning. Like, ah, Wait, are you saying you go play the, two rounds of persimmon and then go play a flex? No, it's it's one, yeah, it's one I mean, round Saturday, two times, and then one round Sunday, two times for the Arkansas oh, AM Championship. Okay, yeah, it's the AM Championship. So you can go play yeah, the AM- their tournament, and then on your way back into Little Rock to Conway, I'm right there. Yeah, yeah, um, good point. It's right off the road, and it's it's not it's a fun course. It's not the most. We, it's it's a good disc golf course. Good city park just course. Just got a four hundred ninety dollar I mean, so. ace this weekend. Nice. Uh, the past Damn. two weekends. Uh, let's see, first weekend I gave out a hundred dollar cash GTP. Last weekend was one hundred and fifteen. Um, I like the I do like that and I won't pay into Ace I, I paid in for those two nubs of Hancock and uh, Jesse because for their Ace pot I should have paid in for their CTP pot because my god they would have I don't know what the ones that they were so close on a lot of those but they didn't pay in so I was like can't market so bummer I, I definitely plan to be, be at the Green Bean Flex on Saturday so I'm looking forward to that I've never played that course I've heard a lot of good things about it heard it's a lot of fun you know, cool little city park course. So I'm looking forward to playing that. The OB sheet's uh, already yeah, up on disc golf scene. Okay, good to know. I'm actually looking at disc golf scene right now. And disc golf scene for all you TDs is another great way to find out what's going on, man. I know some people don't use it. Uh, like the, uh, like that three man tournament at res wasn't using it that one year or a couple of years. And you just have to know all your resources if you're going to run a, uh, an event. So that way you get the most out, especially if you're a charity. Event. Yeah. Um, well, best thing to, yeah. On that, you do find the unsanctioned ones as well. That can be on the same weekends, but, uh, the, for, as far as the sanctioned tournaments go, you know, if you can get, get a hold of Matt Lloyd, email him, he'll send you the Google sheet, you know, of, of that, or it's up on Facebook. You might have to look for it, but, that is it's on down there a little bit, but yeah, yeah. You can see the entire list of the whole year of what's going on when. Because a lot of those, uh, a lot of the sanctioned tournaments, whoever's the TD of that might not get it up on disc golf scene as early as Eli has. So, 
I, I think that's what you do. You plan out. Uh, it's the best way going forward for any TD I, like us. Uh, I, I like to find where there's holes and maybe try to fill that, you know, uh, yeah. just because, but we don't have that anymore. We're not Swiss cheese. No, now. We're that, was like, that was like and, two years ago. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And so we're pretty, thanks to guys like Eli. Thanks to guys like Kevin Burdick. Thanks to guys like Matt Lloyd who continue to do what he does. Uh, D Lee up there in the Northeast and uh daniel moose out west and uh, tim broadway i know does a lot out there helping him as well so these are all guys that run most of the events in the state y'all and uh it is it's like you said it's not for the money it's more for the player that's why we did yeah, it. get you did. a good event and we, um, we didn't have to keep doing it because you know now like you said we're <laughs> it's provolone not swiss and yeah and we get to do fun things like this yeah. and because uh, um, I love disc golf and this keeps me vested in it and the 501 page. I got to do a better job at uh, maintaining that. I haven't really been me on that. But uh, so thank you, Eli. Thank you for all you do. Yeah. We appreciate it, uh, even though it is prodigy and you have limited uh, Innova stuff. But that's our I don't I don't cash anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Sounds like you just need it. to. Yeah. Maybe you just need <laughs> just to uh, throw some different stuff. <laughs> Mate, mate, yeah, man. Every t I, I do have that tumbleweed, but man, every time I grab something, I do like it more. And I'm just sitting there thinking, but I already got this disc in my bag. As an yeah, with Innova, you have like what a hundred plus choices. And got it, hundred plus shit. plastics. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Alien, bro. Oh, real, it, it, it is. <laughs> Eli, you're are you, you're not running Battle in the Borough this year, is that Daniel? That's Daniel. Um, we've talked about maybe in future years I take over. Uh, to get he you know he's he doesn't ever get to play his events and that's the best part about being a tournament director is we don't really get to play our events very often yeah he's itching he's itching to play and if you do and if you do play them you're so like into the td end of in your head that throwing is not very fun true yeah yeah it is difficult to to run yep. a tournament and play so um i love battle in the borough i can't wait to get up there to play that i've already signed up for it i'm I need Craighead is two great tracks there, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that tournament. The new course and, is coming along pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. So the new course is getting pretty close. Um, we've got about eleven holes cut out. Uh, we need tee boxes and baskets. Uh, with the cooler temps this week, I'll probably be out there every day trying to get uh chainsaw through the last of them because um, natural state championships is coming up pretty quick so we're running out of time to get everything done ah yeah let's bring up that one real quick too natural state championships and that is going to be on the new course that you guys are building if it's you know finished in time um otherwise it's it, going to be finished okay they will be on the new course oh it might i like that he didn't tight. say if he, yeah, said, he said when, when. All right, over, all right. over my dead body it will be done you know I, <laughs> this is TDing is my full-time job now so monday to thursday i don't have anything to do other than go work on that course. So. Okay. Well, maybe Wolford and I can figure out a time to get up there and help. Um, you know, that that's funny. You were saying that. I was just like, man, it's, what is it? Two and a half hours. I mean, it's whatever. It's a day, a couple days worth of work. Yeah, you know, is it two, three hours, two and a half, three no, hours, right? It's a it's day, right three hours two. to get up there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I drive slow. your house, it's maybe two fifteen. Yeah. Just probably, yeah. You're just outside of Little Rock. Uh, Sure. It's, it's two. Southwest. We're mm. always looking for help. You know, if, if I could 
if I could get a couple people local, if we could organize some kind of work day uh, where people come down and we just haul sticks out of the fairway so that we can burn stuff, uh, or we, you know, pour some concrete in a hole, or we, you know, do a little bit of trimming here and there, like that would be huge. Sweet. Well, yeah, maybe we can. What's What's the trees out there? Surely no cedars, uh, right? No there's cedars. There's a couple of cedars here and there uh there's a lot of white oaks that are absolutely stunning uh four five nice. feet six feet across so they're massive um there's nice. so many unique looking trees that we're incorporating into the course that have fun little like bins or that split out or do all these kinds of things like that uh we're, we're playing underneath them or playing to them or playing from them uh i'm really excited to see to let people see what we've got going out there Oh, I'm excited to see it as well and play it. Um, and then the other course that's involved in that tournament in natural state um, is is JBO or is the uh, I just totally the side of heaven. This side of heaven, yeah, yeah. The pro course at this side of heaven will be uh, played as well. If you're playing up in the higher tiers, you're be, you're going to be playing the same layout as the pros do. So very cool. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Everybody so that, gets at least one, one shot at the course. Uh, nice. No matter the tees. So, what is the other tees? Is it is it the FPO tees? So, see, I always keeping score for them. I always wondered how. I mean, I always wondered just how I could play that. Yeah, I'm going to be curious. Um, is it, does MA one play the the gold tees or the whatever they are for the MPO or do they, uh, do they play M- FPO? All pro. Oh, I can actually pull it up. All pro. Yeah, I would think MA one will play. The big the gold boy. Tees. Uh, at least that's how I had it last year. Uh, and then like MA2, MA3, all those lowers will play from the shorter tees. Uh, it's all two okay. times. It's going to be one round each day. So Sweet. I, I bet, I, just as real quick, I love tee times. I, I don't know why. Mo- I do too. I, I, I just think the shotgun starts tough, but I like the tee time. I know a lot of people don't because they like the pros don't want to wait all day or whatever because they usually go off at last. But I, I really like tee times. Um, I don't need my name announced when I'm up there to throw. No. But I like Man, a two-round tournament and do it Yeah, Saturday and Sunday, both tee times. If I'm traveling out of town to go to a tournament, like let's just use Northwest Arkansas for an example. If I'm going up to play in a tournament for the weekend, I love Northwest Arkansas, so I'm happy to travel there and play that tournament. And then I get to have a tea time start for each day, so I can really enjoy the day doing something else after this. You can plan it right. Yeah, yeah, it's more like a it's more like a getaway rather than oh man, I got up there Friday after work um go to sleep get up play disc golf all day tired don't really want to go out in the evening so you know hopefully would stick around for sunday and enjoy being out not in little rock but you know we've also got a local brewery in town that we might try to do some kind of players unofficial players party or official players party hang out there who's the brewery up there Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't bring it oh, up. And, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. going to get absolutely shunned for not knowing this. In the yeah, world. I'm going to start talking. I'm going to keep talking, figure it out. Um, well, because I think they go hand in hand. Native. 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 N A T I V is Native Brew Works. I'm looking up that. I'm looking that up right now. I thought I'd remember the hearing. Sa- oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. The same way that the clothing line spells it? No, it's, it's actually Native. Uh, well, 
Is there an E? There's, a, there's an E or right here on Google, it? but I don't know if that's actually what they have up there. Oh, I may have left off the E. Yeah, it is. Because uh, I was wondering if those, I forget those gentlemen's names who, because uh, they play disc golf. Uh, you know, the, uh, very surprised Native hasn't really tried to jump in the clothing line. Because that one dude, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, he had Caleb. an ace here. And uh, yeah, uh, they've always been nice to me the couple times I've met. Yeah, them, they're so. good guys. Uh, and yeah, great local business to support. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that Jonesboro even had a, a brewery up there. So. You guys are going to have a player party, possibly? Uh, I've got to talk to a guy that works there. He's a local disc golfer. Uh, I'm hoping we can have something out there. They've got a really good space. That's where we ran our putting competition earlier this year. Um, nice. So we kind of took that space over. They've got a little outdoor patio area with you know cornhole and the little ring on a string and ping pong table. and. It's it's and there's those are here as well and it just makes too much sense to not do it yeah it makes too much sense together there's so many courses and breweries (laughs) yeah down in austin what is what is that one in austin god there's just so many of them in austin uh every seems like i mean when i was down there uh my favorite uh when the fuck is it Uh, it's in my room uh devil's backbone made by a real ale and man that was that was fun you go down and drink for free and then they got smart because there was all these homeless people showing up like (laughs) way outside austin (laughs) but uh they go hand in hand flyways doing a great job with matt or uh matt and matt uh well for the northwest arkansas i hope this native uh works out um for you i think it just it's a smart move uh our player party for the uh states i thought was a good deal i ran into those guys who won like everything uh at cedar glades that's how i remembered them because they have the, like a half uh basket half uh tree of life it's a really cool uh, uh m or logo and they were there at uh, cedar glades at your tournament and i was like oh hey you're the guys that won everything <laughs> at the lottery that's <laughs> great so and they're like yeah they're nice dudes uh but but man I, it, it, it just it's a marriage right it should work so it just makes too much sense yeah absolutely yeah. well man we're sitting at an hour and a half a little over it now uh anything else you guys want to bring up uh, I'm working on a YouTube series. Uh, it'll probably be a little while before it comes out, but I'm hoping that that can give the newer generation of players uh, and even some of the older generation of players uh, a more in-depth insight into tournaments and tournament play and things of that nature. I don't want to give away too much so, so nobody like sweeps the idea out from under my feet. Um, sure, sure. But I'm hoping to have that maybe get started by maybe the end of the year hopefully a little sooner okay very cool i like it um it, it, you know with what what you just told me without giving too much away so i dig it i dig it all right so i mean we need to come up with a series that gets behind <laughs> yeah. the scenes of tournaments no, i just wrote it i wrote it down don't worry oh, okay, <laughs> good. good all right all right we were looking for that for our new but there it is and uh, but no thank you eli for coming on we really appreciate it um thanks for all you do on yeah, the tdn especially man. from northeast i mean you're up in the like I said two two hours and five 15 minutes whatever you said to here so we appreciate it, uh, running good good events. And what we mean by good event is I got my player pack and the score went fine, whether I played well or not. And there was no real 
I didn't hear any negative complaints from anyone, um, especially from the dude who won 490 something bucks. Um, never, I've never heard of that gentleman before, but good for him. Like an MA 50 player or something like that. Uh, MA 60, I think. MA 60 hole four, 492 bucks. Boom. He said it was his first ace. Oh, how wow. awesome is that dude? Okay. How good for, what was his name? Good for that Steve dude. Steve Ravak. Steve Ravat, good for you, bro. Yeah, awesome. I'm happy. I saw your picture on Facebook. Um, I, I love seeing ace pictures. I think they're great, and especially first one and that first kind of thing. First one, you get so 500 you. bucks. What the? <laughs> yeah, well, it's downhill after that because you'll get the ones where nobody's around and don't count, and then you'll get the one where you forgot to pay into the uh, ace pot. You know those. Mm-hmm. So. So Eli, yes, thank you so much, yeah, buddy. Thanks, Eli. Um, we'll have you on. And again. thanks, Prodigy, for sponsoring you. And uh, hopefully, if they're smart, they'll. Uh, I'm sure will, and they're good folks over yeah. there. They seem to be making the right oh, moves, uh, especially with player person and getting. Uh, yeah, we can get into another uh, thing, but all right. Uh, so let's go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, I, I had a little like internet thing come up, but uh, anyways, I love you all. Thank you very much, Eli. Do you love people? I love everybody. Thank you all for having me. Uh, the support that y'all keep giving me in the local, you know, central Arkansas area is just like, it's unbelievable. It means the world. Um, the fact that y'all want to come support me in my business endeavor so that I can keep bringing uh, quality tournaments to everybody else, you know, it just means a lot. Um, so just a big thanks to everybody. You're doing it the hard way, which is the good way. Yeah, absolutely. I, think, I know, appreciate the hell out of you. So. Yeah. You, you're starting out small, and next thing you know, you, you'll be driving some sort of disc, dynamic disc uh, fan or something. It always seems like there's a, <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> trilogy? I feel like that's all I see a lot, but no, I do see a lot of Prodigy. Those are the real ones I see. I don't see Innova. I don't really see Discmania vans or anything. Like that, yeah, so. Innova and Discmania, like they just don't feel like having big teams. I guess <laughs> they really, they really don't, man. Where Prodigy's gone out and finds what I'm talking about. They somehow they're going out and finding this young talent and, and getting them signed, right? Because everybody has access to these players, don't they? I mean, Innova. DD or the trilogy and all these people have access to the Ganon birds of the world. Um, but prodigies, whoever their player development person is seems to be right on yeah. the money. It's all, it's all about money. Unfortunately, prodigy doesn't have a ton of it. Uh, so we may or may not lose a couple of guys this year just because, you know, companies like Innova or whatever can pay significantly more. Um, and if it's not, no, they, they, like I said, man, they, they're, they're a one trick, pony kind of person man they they got one guy and that's it and everybody else you hope that somebody young is they've found um there's just nobody zachariah johnson i don't know anybody young for innova uh, i mean zach's, hey, zach's like 28 29 he's not really even that young. there you go um calvin uh, bradley williams uh and then you have uh all the guys who make disc and everybody wants them the e uh barsby big germ n- n- not that nick Sexton's not a bad player but i mean they're just not they're more household names for their disc than they are for firebirds overrated yeah. playing I agree. Firebird I agree. is, <laughs> you know, I, 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 there's a lot of people out there that have a very similar, if not better. Uh, what what did you start throwing, Wyman? That we got you orbit felon. You dropped that oh, fat felon. Yeah. You throw it so orbit, well, it looks so good. Orbit felon. Yeah, dude, it, it feels great. I, I was a firebird uh, thrower for a long time, and to be honest, it's it was kind of the inconsistency of 
the dome, it was very hard for me to find just complete flat, and that kind of annoyed me. So, so it's a big deal. Yeah. And if you find one, people go buy go buy about twenty of them if you like it, because you're not going to find it again if you see it. So, yeah. all right, man, that's it. That's all I have. That's all I have. Thank you, Eli, for coming on, man. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. Yeah, not a problem, buddy. We'll holler at you. We'll see you here next weekend. Love all you guys. Thanks for listening. And be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. All right. Later.